Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. It's DJ Damage. Let's get the show started. The room looks a little brighter because the bills just got paid by iHeart. So if you're <laughs> listening to us on iHeart, thank you so much. Tell a friend. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and watch the show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. All right, so listen, let's get into recapping our week because I feel like I haven't seen you guys in years. I think I just saw you the other I day you at your birthday weekend. party. Well, whenever this show airs, <laughs> the entire weekend. People try to piece things together, want to know when we've all seen each other. So we just saw each other on Tuesday. Yeah. Was it Tuesday? No, Monday. it was Monday. Hookah. These d- days all run together. Yes. No what have you been up to? Well, um, it's almost your birthday. Uh, it is. Have, happy birthday, old man. I don't man. feel any older. <laughs> I really don't. Because you're living your life like you're gold, like it's golden and I, you're happy. I think that age... You're buoyant. Age is all what you make of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think of 42 years. I'm going to be 42 years That's old. It? What? That's exactly. It? That's I, it. Listen, That's when I, where I grew right. up, I didn't... 42 wasn't like... I never saw 42. <laughs> mm-hmm. I literally thought I wasn't going to live until only 25. Mm-hmm. So 42, I'm celebrating that. And everybody now, now that, uh, you know, the brand is popping, I'm supposed to be a younger age. Everybody's like, oh, you should say you're 31. For what? For what? Do you know what those 10 years taught me? Mm. That niggas ain't shit. <laughs> that motherfucker's going to always try to use you for clout. And at the end of the day, keep your bag to yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't share the bag. No, I mean, share the wealth in terms of knowledge, mm-hmm. experience, and all that. But but when you start to make a bunch of money, a whole bunch of people need shit. Everybody knows you. You I, got cousins coming out the woodwork. Oh, no, mm. my cousins already know. The woodwork stay right in the woodwork. Mm. Don't come over here. Okay. I'm not that guy. But I do have a lot of people now that are starting to hit me up. Oh, I need this. I need 100 here. I need 100 there. And I'm like, wait a minute. No. You're not cash happy? <laughs> no. No. My money belongs to me and my niggas. Anyway, so what have you been up to? <laughs> um, well, I had a gala um, that I attended on Friday. Nice. It was the uh, Pump Foundation raises awareness and money for cancer research. Nice. Um, and a lot of senior citizen athletes there. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna let them know you said that, by the way. No, I'm it's okay. Them, like, yeah, Mike, Mike Tyson was honored there. Oh, okay. You well, call Mike Tyson of the course, senior citizen? That doesn't apply. I didn't see Mike in your Instagram story. Mm. So who but, was there? Who else was there? Okay, so Jerry Rice was being honored. Come on, senior Jerry. citizen. That's Jerry Rice. How old is he? Does it like fifty something? Okay, yeah, you know. um, uh, Oh God, Eddie George was there. All the greats, seniors. Um, Oh no, wait, sit. I thought you meant George Foreman. I was thinking about damn grill. Um, (laughs) Anytime I hear Foreman, I just think about the damn grill I use. I spent three hundred dollars on the grill. Jimmy Jackson, Mitch Richmond. All the good um, ones. Jimmy Jackson is which Jackson? Tito. Neither. He was a ball player. Tito Tonic. You just said athletes. Athletes. Okay, whatever. Um, Non athletes. Eddie Murphy (laughs) was there. Cedric the Entertainer was being honored uh mike tyson was being honored it the, the room was, it was lit the so room who, was who threw lit. that who threw that event uh the pump brothers yeah okay. the, the um their parents harold and carol pump started uh the foundation they both passed away um and so twin brothers dana and david have taken on you know the gig and they run the foundation and there's an annual gala and it there was a pre-party the night before it, um, it was lit and my dress 
Well, thanks, Ivan Patel Styles. When I hear the Pump Brothers, I always think of gay porn. I, I don't know, but they it's, are really active in these streets with brands and celebrities. So shout out to the Pumps. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun, and it was. You ever want to have fun? Go to the Pumps. It was <laughs> going to pump you up. It was my first real, you know, like my first major event after since my car accident. Oh. Um, so the red carpet was long, and I was on it for like an hour, sweating. But I mean, it was awesome. So and you know, I've I've had my mother's had cancer. One of my dearest friends, Daisy Llewellyn, she passed away from cancer. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's touched all of us in some way, you know. So, so you're the curve queen out here in these streets. Did anybody I... pump you up? No, no. But, ah. you know, what's, you know, what's, you know, what's interesting is a whole bunch of, um, you know, people that were at the gala, like uh, married guys who were there with their wives. They wouldn't even make eye contact with me. I was like, smart. No, it's not. I don't, it. what, what's the problem? Hello, because, nice to meet you. The wife nice is looking you. for you. Nice to, look. to meet nah. you. Because, because you're nope. because you're you're like broccoli. How exactly? It's good for you, but stay away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I just stay away. It's just why Smart make a mountain move. out of a molehill? It's nothing. It's like an introduction. And trust me, I'm not checking for you. Yeah. I'm I'm sashaying my ass down the hallway to the bar. Speaking of sashaying, when you drink, I am getting tired of this drunk sashay. It needs to end. What did I? Excuse you a drunk me? walk? First of all, I was there. Her friend Matt Barnes was there. By the way, shout out to Matt Barnes. This was at the pre-party. Matt was at the pre-party. He and, was. and then he was at the gala too. The one thing I will say now, because I don't go out as much to local events. <laughs> Oh my God, you're such a snob. I mean, when you speak to me, now you're speaking to America. I have no time for this local basic shit that you want me to be a part of. But no, the thing I don't like is I don't like being asked to take a thousand pictures. It is not fun. It's the game you signed up for. No, but it's not even like, it's not just the people that don't know me. It's like your friends too. Like you just... I don't want to take pictures all night. Mm -hmm. Does that make... you? You're the same way people take pictures with you. No. I came to see Melissa. That's all mm-hmm. I wanted to see Melissa. And as soon as I hit the cr- the front door, it was like picture, 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 picture. And I, literally, star, I was in. Bro. No, it ain't. I don't know what it is, but it's annoying. It's but the look, TV. Look, now you know why I was always so you know, averse to going out. Now you know because when I do go out, I am extraordinarily accommodating. I say yes to everyone who wants a picture, and then I need two to three days to like restore my energy you at leave. home by myself. You leave. Okay, if Exhausted. It, if it's a fan that doesn't know me, I will enjoy that. But if you're my friend and you have my phone number, like they need do your own little pig. boomerang when I'm walking by or something and like leave me the fuck alone, you're okay? You're such a fucking snob. No, it's not that. It's just like I was looking for you. Uh-huh. My friend Mark who was there with me. Uh-huh. Ask him how long it took us to find you because of how many times I had to stop and talk about things. Talk to me about the kids in cages. Talk to me about why Rihanna doesn't have an album. Please talk to me about things that matter. <laughs> but if you're telling me about your, your tax evasion case you just beat or fucking your wife that you're cheating on with some girl. Some guy actually said, hey, meet my girlfriend. You know, this is my girlfriend today. But you know what I'm saying? I got my other girl. But this that's how he introduced me to his girl. And I was sitting there looking in her poor little hopeless eyes. And I just said, man, y'all have a good night. People get awkward sometimes and just reveal a lot more than you're like, wow. Just say hi and keep it moving. This is my PSA. Say hello and keep it moving. Okay. Well, I did. Unless you have money. That part. (laughs) Uh, Did the gala on Friday um, and then BeautyCon on Saturday. So I missed you guys at the festival, which you guys are going to have to fill me in on. Please don't share our weekend plans. But But BeautyCon, was it Ratchet? Because I I was getting some mixed reviews about BeautyCon. How did it go? Ratchet in what way? I just want to know. No, everyone has a different definition of Ratchet. What's what's Ratchet? First, shout out to Moj, who has built an amazing empire over there at BeautyCon. She's done a great job, a phenomenal job of building that platform. I think you're probably asking about like the operations or the experience. 
experience. That right? red carpet was hectic, <laughs> hectic, hectic. Um, but no, it, it was it was dope. I, I loved it. You know, like I ran it. I ran into Candy um, from um, Escape and Real Houses mm-hmm. of Atlanta. She was there. Um, ran into Tokyo Styles. Lot Sean Ross. I saw a ton of people that I know. Did you over see there. Charlemagne? I bumped into Charlemagne on my way out the door because I literally went to walk the red carpet. I didn't even pick up any swag. I was like, I'm fucking out of here because I hate crowds and it's a convention center. It's huge. I had heels on. I was tired. I wanted to go home. So I did that. So damage. We spent the weekend together. Go ahead. Tell your story. Tell your side of the experience. Wait, I feel like I did something on Sunday too, but I don't remember. Okay, never mind. Go on. You invaded. Yes. We invaded the real fest out there in Anaheim. Me and Jason Lee tore it up, man. We went in there, took all the pictures, shook all the hands, kissed all the babies. That sums it up on my side of things, man. That's it? I mean, I want to get through it real quick. We, we got stuff to talk listen, about. Listen, you did a great job, though, with all of the... You're 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 really good at creating social content. Like, you had your own camera, mm-hmm. and you took pictures with everybody, whereas I didn't really leave with a lot of pictures. You had a ton of pictures. No, I didn't have a ton of pictures with people. <laughs> <laughs> I had pictures yourself. with like a, I know I was follow, I was looking at your story. You were having a good old time. You're a busybody. You're we you're you're, com- you're comfortable just walking up and saying, "Hey, can I get a picture?" I'm not that guy. I'm just no. And if I know you, I will. But I didn't get a picture with Wack. Shout out to Wack 100. I didn't get I didn't I got a picture with Sweetie. Look, we were iHeart now. It's time to take it to the next level. I said I got to step up. We're going to this festival. I need to make the presence known. I was just, it was in rare form. Well, listen, we had a great time. Shout out to uh, the Real Street Fest team and everybody yes. over at iHeart that pulled that together. I have never seen, at least I don't think I've ever seen or ever been to a music festival in a parking lot. They built out this amazing uh, two-stage venue with a, when there was a third little VIP area that was built out like from the Palms Casino, Palms Casino people. And um, I introduced Megan Thee Stallion and Kid Inc. And I will say, Megan Thee Stallion I mean, yeah, I see her glow up and I see her doing her mm-hmm. thing online. She's so nice. Mm-hmm. That other, the Southern hospitality is a mm-hmm. real thing for her. She was really nice. So shout out to her. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. Lots of good people. Uh, we were able to run into Cardi. Me and yeah. uh, Damage took a fan picture with Cardi. But more importantly, she took time to take a picture with my niece, who was a fan of her. So thank you, Cardi B. All right, so everybody knows I've been, uh, you know, preparing for my birthday party. Yeah. My birthday party in L.A. is tonight. Yeah. My birthday dinner is on Friday. Yes. My birthday party in New York is on Saturday, and my birthday party on Sunday is at Live in Miami. That's a rollout. Forty-two, man. I'm just going. Out. Is it balls to the wall? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Balls, balls to, to the, the wall, wall, people. Yeah. So I'm excited. The birthday. I tour used to do multi-tour, you know, partying. What happened? I'm tired. Yeah. Like, no, we're just going to do like a nice Jason big got his dinner. second win. Look at him. Uh, no, I got that IV drip yesterday. And wow. I have B12 shots in my refrigerator. Yeah, I'd just rather be on a beach now at this point. Like, take me international for my birthday. I'll be in a beach on Monday uh, in Miami. Right, gotcha. I'm going to spend the day in Miami just relaxing. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like Mallorca or something. So Monday we kicked off the whole birthday tour at a hookah party. Uh, mm-hmm. I decided, start, shout out to Star Hookah here in Hollywood. Uh, they've been really good about accommodating me over the years. And mm-hmm. so he asked me if I wanted to do something. And we had a hookah party and we had drinks. And uh, what I did was I just invited people that I like. And I told them to invite the people that they like. So mm-hmm. it was really good energy. Did you, did you have a good time? I had a great time. I was, you know, posted up in a 
corner for most of it, but you know, people came over to say hello. Yeah. And wait, what did you say? Were you what were you talking about me sashaying drunk through something? You not that night you didn't. You you just stay in the, your corner. Okay. You stayed in your corner. Okay. I, I stayed in my area too, but the thing about it is with hookah, I mean you have to kind of stay there with your hookah. Yeah. And then it was like, well, I'm not gonna go over and put my mouth on your hookah, no pun intended. I mean I'm gonna stay and put my mouth on my own hookah. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I had a great time. Shout out to everybody that came. We really appreciated you. Yeah. I did give a speech at that party you on did. Monday and let me tell you it was impromptu, not written, and it was about um, not abandoning your dreams because I had been on a phone call with somebody who had moved to LA. They had come from Arizona and then I guess shit got real for them out here and they went back. And it was a really depressing phone call. I was trying to find words of encouraging this person because in the midst of them explaining to me or rationalizing why they were abandoning their dreams, they were literally in the car moving their stuff back home to Arizona. And I found myself really getting sad for them mm -hmm. because I, I know how it feels to be fighting for whatever you want to do or fighting for what you your dream or you want your dream to come true. And I see so many people out here like doing it wrong. And I can't stop and help everybody and say, yo, I would do this or stop doing that because I really am running my own race right now. And I'm really focused on like my finish line, my finish line. I see it. And I see what I have to do. But for him, he was like, I'm going home to Arizona, you know, because my community needs me and blah, blah, blah. But I haven't abandoned L.A. fully. I'm going to come back. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, the number one rule to winning is is saying that there's no plan B. Like, yeah. there is no plan B. If you have a plan B, that plan B is going to become your plan A, whether it's in a year, five years, ten years. Mm -hmm. And the second part is I look at Hollywood Unlocked and what I was saying in my speech is this is a brand that grew from an idea on paper. I remember flipping through that paper with people, invest in my dream, invest in my dream. And they were telling me, nope, no room in the space for you. Hollywood Unlocked doesn't have a chance. Why don't you become a publicist? Oh, you're too messy, or you're not messy enough, or this is this, or this is that. And I remember my whole mind was like, I'm going to fucking prove everybody wrong. I'm gonna keep fighting, I'm gonna keep fighting, keep fighting. So today, it was funny when we posted the clip from today's show with Trina. Mm -hmm. And the little iHeart. The timing was interesting on that one. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. But mm -hmm. the logo, the iHeart logo on there with mm -hmm. the Hollywood Unlock logo. iHeart logo. iHeart represents a massive, major, the biggest radio company in the world mm -hmm. that partnered up with this small, little, tiny idea that's blossomed into um, a, a, a platform that has influence in the culture. So mm -hmm. I just am here to say dreams are real. Dreams are worth fighting for. And if you do have to go and press restart, man, go back and use that time to plan. And mm -hmm. when you come back, have a plan. And if you're here going through it right now, you better stop today and develop a plan because shit don't happen by accident. Nope. All right. So let's get into some hot topics. Let's go. Shout out to the homie ASAP Rocky, who I didn't stay for his performance because I was wore out at the festival, but right. he did perform mm -hmm. for the first time at the iHeart Real Street Festival. Mm -hmm. um, does he have good news today or bad news? He has good news. Um, even though he was found guilty of assault in Sweden, mm -hmm. um, he is not going to have to serve any more jail time. They are considering the time that he spent in jail as time served. Um, he, Rocky, who was not in court for the proceedings because he's probably not going back never gonna Don't go back um claimed during the trial that his actions were in self-defense and should not be considered as um assault uh he claimed during uh, uh via instagram that the two men followed him and his team for multiple blocks and also harassed women on the street which is what it looked like you know to me it ain't even in dispute you saw the video and yeah. you saw asap come to the video before he got into it with him and said 
we don't want no problems. We're yeah. trying to get away. And yeah. this person continued to carry on. Yeah. So um, after reviewing the videotapes and further investigation, the court said the defendants were not in a situation where they were entitled to self-defense and that they assaulted the victim by hitting and kicking him. Um, Rocky has not spoken out on these latest updates. However, following his release from jail, he did express gratitude for the wave of support he'd received okay. from fans, friends, and family during what he considers a, a difficult and humbling period in his life. Well, I wonder if the humbling part is the fact that black people have found that article that he had spoken on and where yeah. he had basically said he had no connection to Ferguson. So a lot of people yeah. were mad and I'm interested in hearing the first interview, which I hope to be on Hollywood Unlocked, yeah. about what he feels people are saying about him and his views on Ferguson and the role black people play in this whole police pr brutality or being mm -hmm. you know, picked on for being black. Yeah, What exactly. do you think? What are you hearing? Um, I, I, first, let your security be security. There's no reason that he should have been fighting any of these dudes, so this, none of this would have happened. You got a security guard there. Let them secure your body. I don't even know how he got on tape attacking somebody, but we're past that. I'm interested. Hopefully, we do get the first interview because I think he had a lot of time to mature, grow, and understand the magnitude of things he's dealing with because now you are part of the people that you try to disassociate yourself with. Yeah, and, and also, there are time periods, been, you know... I don't know that there's a time period excuse for his blatant comments about not connecting. I'm just in Soho fucking bitches and worried about my music and fashions. I'm not black. I'm OJ. That was a lot, <laughs> you know, and but ASAP, you know, I hope that he is humbled by the experience and I do want to hear his perspective on what he thinks. Do I think that there was racism that played a part in this? Yes. The yeah. fact that the people who attacked him and, cons and consistently and continually poked and poked and poked. They walked away with they no walked charges away with nothing. or arrests at all. And yep. this became an international conversation. Mm -hmm. I will say, I don't think that this was the biggest deal in the world to talk about. I mean, yeah, I don't want ASAP Rocky in prison, but I would still want to hear an international incident. Why are people not talking about the kids at the fucking border? Everybody mm -hmm. listening that loves and mm -hmm. loves to get involved in topics that involves our government when it applies to rappers you got your whole thought process fucked up i implore you to figure out who is in control of what in your community or if you travel abroad and get active like don't get re i think that we play a reactive role in the conversation when we only care about it when a celebrity is involved uh exactly and that's exactly what trump has figured out with his you know tweeting thumbs and stuff like that do you notice that you know the migratory crisis was on everybody's lips and what everybody was talking about and then this asap thing comes up suddenly he jumps into the fray mm -hmm. and wants to wants to appear like the good guy that he's actually you know taking steps to try to get asap rocky back in the country there was Negative. no way that that was ever going to happen but it was a red herring it was just like you know throw a rock over there look look over here you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. it was a distractionary me uh, measure to get people away from the real topic of conversation that we should have stayed on but it you, distracted us for a second you know what's distractionary it's distractionary is that the word what's the word i don't know did it's, you say distractionary yes is that a word mm -hmm. are you sure yep for sure mm -hmm. well you know what's distracting <laughs> is that trump has a fat ass <laughs> What? I never understood. I never understood. His ass is huge. Like I never understood why somebody has yet to like have a real conversation about how fat our president's ass is. It's and the thing I have a problem with is I'm sure helicopters create wind and those little you know things that twirl around and make all the fucking wind happen and pulls the suit up and now we have to look at his fat ass getting on a plane. And I'm fat, so don't fat shame me. I just have a problem with the fact that our president, after we had a good looking. Suave debonair nigga like Barack in the in the White House. We gotta look at this <laughs> pale orange 
red herring with the fat ass. Anyway, move on. I can't. I've always found it really interesting. Just if you tell me part. you would have fucked Donald Trump, I swear to God. And I ain't talking about YG. I'm out. What? I'm talking about the song. <laughs> no. No, I'm talking, I'm talking about fucking Donald Trump. What the fuck? No, Not I because just... I'm sure you looked at Barack at one point and said, damn, that nigga's fine. Every day. Right, but she wouldn't do anything because Michelle would have you killed. I I have <laughs> oh, respect for, for Michelle. No, it's absolutely not. Like, But oh. I'm, I just love the way he used to pimp stroll up to that podium, though. Wait, but why we got to call our black president's walk a pimp stroll? Okay. I mean, come on. Okay, fine. Not pimp stroll. The way he used to just stroll up to the podium. Okay, listen, Melissa, because of you, we now have a swear jar here at Hollywood <gasps> Unlocked. So it's here. Because, you know, we have been provided. Okay, so everybody that watches the show who says, please don't change. Now that you're at iHeart and y'all getting white people money, but don't change. Listen, they've told us not to change. However, we do have a list of words that we can't say outside the Uncensored podcast. Mm-hmm. And your favorite word fucking is on it. And motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. Okay, great. Lunch, lunch, <laughs> lunch on Melissa. Woo! All right. So, okay. So what else is going on? Okay, so um, friends of the show, Wendy if Williams. If you don't take this EBT card back. Get, get, you fucking asshole. Oh, put it back, put it back, put it back. Put Just leave right that there. bitch right there. Uh, friends of the show, Wendy Williams, says she knew about her ex-husband's secret life for years. Mm-hmm. Juicy, okay? Because whenever a scandal like this happens, and we all know what's going on, so I'll get into the story, but I, I just have to preface it by saying whenever we see a scandal like this where you know somebody who's always been rumored to have been stepping out on their marriage, and there was a lot of rumors surrounding Kevin Hunter, Wendy's soon-to-be ex-husband, does the wife know? And if the wife knows, is it an open marriage kind of concept? Mm-hmm. Is it like, you know, do, as long as you don't embarrass me, do what the fuck you want. Like, everybody always speculates that. And like, the more famous and high profile, the more you assume that it's not a, it's that it's not like a, a normal marriage. Okay, well, here, here's, here's the story. Wendy Williams confirmed during an interview with Andy Cohen that she knew about her ex-husband's secret life for years and explained, she knew. And explained why it took her so long for her to file for divorce. Um, she said in an interview on Andy's Sirius XM radio show to, um, that she was setting the record straight about her marriage with uh, ex-husband Kevin Hunter. She said she would come, uh, come to work with puffy eyes after crying about their strained marriage and only stayed with Hunter because of their son, Kevin Jr., who was uh, living at home at the time. She said, I knew that I would have to address it, but I had to get my ducks in a row. I knew a lot of things for years. I knew um, a lot of things for years, she repeats herself, but my son was at home and it wasn't fair to him. Uh, she didn't want to uproot her son's life, so she wanted to wait until he went away to college. Um, yeah, but she also said that she confirmed she had her own proof because she said she would have known. She alluded to the fact that she may have had a private investigator on the case. Yeah. Listen, first of all, women, you all women, I ain't just talking to black women, all women, you are the FBI. You all have intuition. If anything, mm-hmm. the FBI uh-huh. should just be all women mm-hmm. and y'all should just walk around the world and say, mm-hmm, he right there. I feel he's in that room because <laughs> y'all already know what's happening. No, we know. Let me just say, Wendy Williams is solid. It's solid as hell. And you called her a friend to the show. She ain't mm-hmm. a friend yet because she ain't been here. Mm-hmm. But no, but she likes do you call likes, her a friend she, to the show. She likes the both of us. I've been I've been on Wendy's show like um, when she was queen of radio in New York. I was on her show several times and like for instantaneously, it was a really it was a great rapport. Like I love Wendy. No, she's, I think she's no, amazing. No, she's great. Yeah, uh, you're a friend of the show when you get here, people. So if you're watching Rihanna, everybody, you ain't a friend until you sit in that seat. Come when, when you're right here, then you're a friend. 
depending on how the interview goes, you might still be a friend. I'm I'm very, you know, like. But let me give a shout out to Wendy. So Mm -hmm. this weekend when we were at the Real Street Fest, Mm -hmm. I was in uh, Cardi B's dressing room. We were kind of just talking the shit. By the way, women, I love y'all. Y'all going to be mad right now. But y'all Decepticons with these baby hairs y'all are painting with toothbrushes on your head that's attached to a damn lace front. I'm going to call it right now. Now, Cardi, she got money and she can afford to do it. And she don't give a damn and she'll tell you. She came in with cornrows on, and we were sitting there listening to some music. And I'm talking to her, you know, whatever. And then I go find you, and then I come back, and she has full braids long down to her ass. I'm like, how did this happen? Like, I'm, I'm asking the hairstylist, how did you braid her hair so damn fast? Mm-hmm. It was a wig. Yeah. With a scalp. Black yeah. girl magic. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to say right now. Oh, no, I've been done because I'm gay. If I was <laughs> dating really a woman, I'm telling you right now, because Wendy has a rule that it takes 30 dates before mm-hmm. you can see her without her wig. Mm-hmm. That's what she told me. I'm sorry. If I was straight, you got to take that shit off day one. Do you know one. how many wigs your beloved Beyonce has? And that's not shade. She's a performer. Don't be. You, Beyonce is like not human. You, But you, as a, a woman who is a performer, you have to have multiple wigs. wigs. You got to save your hair from the lights, the styling. It's just too much. Fellas, fellas, listen to a gay nigga real quick. I'm going to tell you what to do. Take her to a carnival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? Put her in a dunk booth. Throw balls at that motherfucker until she's dunked out of water. Take her to the lake on a boat trip and have wine and flowers and accidentally push, push her, her off the boat. When she gets back in, take a good look at her. Now, if she look like something you ready to have kids with, take her home. If not, get her an Uber. You're awful. No, that's just facts. Listen, at this point, I'm telling you right now, I ain't got these problems. My problem is if you show up and say you're an eight-figure nigga and you really got two, that's the problem that I'm dealing with, but I'll take you anyway because I'm all about how we can just build together. <laughs> can, we, can we bring this back to, back to so, Wendy? So did Wendy know? I mean, my dad had seven children mm-hmm. on his wife with three other women mm. where every year another kid popped up and said, thank you for cooking me a meal. Mm. She's still married to the motherfucker. So women know when they man, you don't come in. Your man ain't never came over and you smelled his balls before y'all had sex. You ever now I know this? you smelled his penis. You've never, you have to, you're a woman. Listen, I have my own ways of knowing what when he, a motherfucker's what are the ways? cheating. Because huh? when he put his pants. Intuition. Okay, um, because that. no, y'all are terrible okay, liars. Okay, okay, okay. So tell us how y'all. Are, first of all, here, all men cheat. Let's start there. Not no, all, not a men. significant portion. But here's the reality <laughs> of the situation: when, as a woman, when we really are into somebody, mm-hmm. we start to unconsciously memorize everything about you. Your smell, the way you walk, just we we could hear the key in the door. Like we start to memorize and hear things. Mm-hmm. We become very in tuned to everything about you. If you just alter something just slightly. We're like, picked up on it. Well, the Mental fir- Rolodex, the, the that fir- shit. The first form of evaluating if your nigga's cheating is if he's doing the same shit y'all are doing because y'all already cheating. Hello. What? Excuse me? Talk about it. Please, I didn't speak no what foreign language. Women, women, are, women are the best and most cheating specimens in the world. I don't know what he's Boosie talking about. Boosie said 95% of all you pretty women cheating anyway. <gasps> Mm, mm. I don't and accept Boosie that. Boosie said it. When I went to my it's brother's house and his when I went to my brother's house and his wife was babysitting the new kid he just had with the next bitch. You know what I said? Oh, niggas ain't shit. Mm. But I learned that a long time ago when I looked at my father. If Happy Father's Day, it's like Happy Nigga Ain't Shit Day. That's for me. 
But anyhow, shout out to Wendy Williams. I think she's a real solid woman for keeping her house intact. She loves her son. She's invested in him making it and going to college. And when he turned around and whipped his daddy's ass for his mama, that's when I said you raised a real one. I, I agree. I agree with that. And I, I find it really interesting when women stay in marriages, you know, just for the kids. Because I, you know, my fam, my parents had that kind of, you know, situation where there was infidelity I wanted them to divorce. Like, y'all are making me motherfucking miserable. Don't stay together for me. Please separate. And they just, they wouldn't. I never saw my father in my house as a kid, so I don't know what that feels like. And now I'm depressed. Move on to the next subject, please. Okay. Well, another person who's depressed is R. Kelly. Oh, God. Because he is miserable in jail and uh, because he can't read his fan mail or his Bible. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He's not. Every time I think of R. Kelly, I think of a strip club. Why? Why? Because he makes it rain. Okay. Oh, oh God! You know God, what? Come on, people! Moving, moving right along. Da da da. Uh, so R. Kelly. Like <laughs> wait, I, wait, I'm not, wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just feel the fans at this point. I'm looking at Kelvin. Let me be clear. Hold on, hold ah! on, hold on. Kelvin's face is like, <laughs> hold on, Jesus, hold help on, us. Hold on. That wasn't funny, but y'all understand the analogy. Continue. Okay. Okay. Um, according to the R&B singer's lawyer, Steve Greenberg, Kells is having a hard time finding things to occupy his time as he can't read or write well. Oh. Really? He's illiterate? He can play solitaire. Did we know that? Yeah, we knew he was. Yeah, and the nigga scared of flying. Okay. Okay. He's also a very... R. Sp- Kelly was a dumb motherfucker. On the, like, he was dumb. And I'm not calling everybody illiterate Musical dumb. genius. He was a mu- musical genius, but he was a pedophile on the side. Okay. He couldn't not read. Not on the side. Well, he couldn't read. Then again, Ray Full Charles friend. couldn't read either. So, I mean... Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I'm just saying... Moving right along. I'm saying you can be a musical genius and not be able you to... You said Ray Charles Ray couldn't Charles. read and either? And Stevie Wonder, yes, they could not read. <laughs> When do you come up with this? He's also a spiritual guy and has a Bible with him in his cell, but he can't read. It's basically there for comfort. Jesus, bloody hell. I'm getting depressed reading this. Um, Well, there's still women outside prison trying to get in to see Kells. They're trying to write him. He can't read it. What is that about? Do you remember when the fans bailed him out for 170 or something thousand dollars? They bailed him out. You remind me of my Jeep. Bump, what not bump, bump, bump. That's the nigga who's sleeping with April. What's the song called? Oh, wow. Uh, Bump and Grind. Bump and Grind. You remind He has great hits. Yeah. Yeah. April done broke up B2K again. I can't. I had a thought. Go ahead, continue. Anyways, well, there are many who do not like R. Kelly due to his actions. He does have some fans who believe that all of the accusations are false. What? Um, he is receiving plenty of mail, which is 97% positive, and he pours over it, adds Greenberg, but he can't read it. Okay, whatever. He can't sound it out. So how can you come up with that fraction, um, percentage? Um, anyways, whatever. Um, many are saying that they should get Kelly a jail reader. It's called a, a cellmate. <laughs> That's what he needs. He needs a cellmate. Well, is he is he in GP or is he, in, oh, or is he in protective his, custody? They'll whoop his ass if he was in there. Gotcha. In GP. Yeah. What it, <laughs> Jason. His, you know. <laughs> no, I was just I had a I I just had this vision of he's not in solitary confinement. Did they call him a chomo? But he's not in solitary confinement. Nah, he's just in protective. This is all I have to say with R. Kelly being in prison, right? Mm-hmm. You now have an opportunity to turn this around Mm. because they say a lot of his songs are attributed to some of his sex crimes of minors. Mm -hmm. You now can make one of your songs a reality for the world. You can unify our communities. You can do some great work because the song Greatest Sex will come out of that nigga Bobo in prison with you, (laughs) running a train on you with Timmy (laughs) from Cell Block 2. 
Anyway, shout to Greatest Sex. One of the greatest songs that uh, I've never heard. You never Ooh, heard that really? song? Have I heard it? You probably have heard it. Maybe. It's Our kind Kel- of operatic. The sad part about this whole scenario is he's such a genius and his music is so great. Like, you listen to it now with conviction because of the person that you think about when you're hearing it, but it's still such good music. Yeah, I'm not listening to it. All right, so what else is going on? Okay, so uh, a dancer who starred in the, one of Carrie pa- Katy Perry's videos accused her of sexual harassment. Wow. This, Tell this, your story, Kim. Yeah, and this Tell video was a long time ago. Um, she's being accused of sexually harassing a man who starred in the music video Teenage Dream. Um, he's saying He wrote a lengthy social media post. He said, after the first day of shooting, his name is Josh Klein, Katie invited me to a strip club in Santa Barbara. I declined and told her, I have to go back to the hotel and rest because this job is all I have right now. Uh, he went on to explain uh, that he saw Katie a couple more times after her breakup with uh, Russell Russell Brand, right, mm-hmm. the comedian. Um, and this one time I brought a friend who was dying to meet her. And it was at somebody's birthday party. Um, and so when I saw her, we hugged and she was still, you know, he's had a crush on her. But as I turned to introduce my friend, she pulled my Adidas sweats and underwear Pants down thing. as far as she could to show a couple of her guy friends and the crowd around us my penis. Oh. Okay, I'm, uh, before we get deeper into this, no pun intended, I'm so fucking sick and tired of every week there being a new allegation from 10 and 20 years ago. Mm. There's somebody that just started the Not, Not Me campaign, mm-hmm. and I want to interview that person. Please find them, because I will say this. If you go to a gay club, everybody's going to jail in the gay club, because they are <laughs> pulling and tugging and licking, and some places, London, shout out to XL, sticking in the club. Right. So I don't understand at this point. Like I am a I am a supporter of the Me Too movement. I believe that women and men should have a place to like have advocacy for you know supporting them, having the courage to come out to other stories. Mm-hmm. But like. I'm confused at this point. Well, Katy Perry? Yeah, well, Teenage Dream was a very long time ago, so everyone's like, okay, so why are you you know, ranting and raving now? And his response to that is, I say this now because our culture is set on proving men of power are perverse, but females with power are just as disgusting. Mm. So for all her good, she is an amazing <laughs> leader. Her songs are mainly great, empowering anthems, and that is it next um, Anna Wintour is going down and then the then the September season of fucking Vogue is no. out because uh, you know Bradley Cooper is going to come out and say she touched his little balls when he was getting a cover what I don't know no. my point is yes do I think that there are women in power that take uh you know advantage of people mm-hmm. I mean yeah of course look at horrible bosses didn't she do that the dentist that lady that shit was so great Jennifer Aniston see how funny it was because the lady was doing it yeah. I know what if Same Gary Epstein ever. was in, uh, well that's have I been right? brainwashed because it was fucking funny but this is why <laughs> men don't come forward we go to these nightclubs and women are grabbing us hold on a right second here okay so talk about pants. it talk about and it when we can't step up and say our and say our truth because y'all just gonna laugh. When's yes. the last time you were sexually assaulted? Last or, Saturday. Tell oh, me about it. Uh, that. I was assaulted on Sunday when a girl thought it was funny to come up behind me and grab my ass. Now I turned around. I said, "Listen, oh, listen." Yeah. She grabbed your ass. Which I said, "What you don't realize is you did something that everybody in your community know don't do. Don't grab my. Don't. I don't even want no man grabbing my ass. I'm shocked. It feels super gay to have somebody grab my ass. <laughs> Get it? Does that make you feel gay, Jason? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm okay being gay. I think that people are really confusing me being gay because they don't see me run around with, you know, rainbows. You don't and, lean. You don't lead with it. 
Oh no, not in public. Yeah. Now in private, I'm with all the gay shit. <laughs> right. But anyway, but men wait, do so get sexually so assaulted. So wait, you were a sexually you were sexually went to the DJ. Wait, booth. can we not laugh about him being sexually exactly. assaulted? This is a serious I'm not topic. laughing. You think you it's funny laughing. that damage was taken advantage of? He's telling you his report I'm right now. I'm trying to get the story. Damage, give us your damage report. How much damage was done? <laughs> I walk into the nightclub and I just wanted to see a few friends. Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> But I go to the DJ booth and this girl is like grabbing on me and then she digs in my pants <gasps> and she grabs my dick. No, she did not. Yes, she did. At the, at the club? Yeah, this happens a lot though. Maybe not going all in your pants, but yeah, that happens all the time. Wow. Well, I will say- What am I supposed to do, cry and go get security? Well, I, I don't, don't know. But I, I will say this. Like, if, if a person is victimized, whether they are at a club and it's happening mm-hmm. or going up for a roller, it's happening, yeah, you should say something. I think the issue that I have with now is that it's almost like people are weaponizing this. They're, they're using the Me Too movement as a way of just, I don't know. It, I don't she know. pants this dude. Boy, is tra- he's traumatized. But has anybody come up and said it happened? I mean, we don't know. Has anybody corroborated his yeah. story? We, no. we live in a cancel Did culture. see it? We live in a cancel culture now where people come out and say the craziest, wildest things about people for clout. And what it's doing is it's entering in the whole conversation where real shit is really happening. So I would love to interview the person from the Not Me campaign or the Me Too campaign because I really want to understand what it is. To the girl who did that to you, I think you should report her. Okay, you now, need to be vindicated. Hold on a second here. Hold on. Hold on. I told okay, her to stop right. touching. No, wait. I just have a question. You'd never met her before? No. I'm I, I'm so... You're not the first guy I've ever heard that happens that to. Happens all the time. And I am... M- m- Mind blown by a woman no who can intended. walk up, who can walk up to a guy okay. who she's never met before. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know you, never met you before. I've seen you before, but that's it. And just grab your dick. Well, I mean, a man will grab. What the fuck? A man will walk up and grab your breast. What's the difference? Men, I, men, I understand mm. why they do that shit. Like I, like it's not okay, but it's a I feel women. Like that, that's probably her way of saying like How I'm do you with just it. Be like, hi. But I wasn't let with me it. grab your dick. She your balls, hi. your dick, naked. Okay, how many times can you stop saying dick so loud? She, it's so, she got a lot of so, balls in that it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> what the fuck ever. Next topic. <laughs> All right, y'all, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. The mm-hmm. summer is almost coming to an end, but I still see guys outside rocking baseball caps and all types of stuff to cover up their thinning hair. Too afraid to get in the pool because him don't got it. Him don't got it. But I got something for him and it's called hymns. All right. Now, let me break down the statistics, man. 66% of men will lose their hair by the age of 35. Mm. I am 30, so I am aware. And no, it ain't thinning yet. You got a good hairline. But you never know. All right. I got a few more years and I got a solution for y'all. It's it's called For Hims. It's the one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men also. Mm. So who needs Black Rhino when you got Hims? Exactly. So this is how it works. Hims connects you with real life, real doctors, and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. There's no waiting rooms. There's no awkward uh, in person doctor visits. And it saves you hours by just going to ForHims.com. Nice. So it's good to have something that can help you prevent the problems that none of us as men want to have. Exactly. Stop worrying about sunblock uh, on that spot where there's thinning hair. You know how it is because you, you don't want to get a little sunburn right there. And anything to do to stop hair loss and help promote hair growth, just go to 4 You can order now. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today right now. And $5? $5 and that's why supplies last. See the website for full details and safety information. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And cost effective. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This will cost hundreds if you went to the doctors or pharmacy. <laughs> so right now what I need you to do is go to 4 slash unlocked. 
That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash unlocked. Forhims.com slash unlocked. And that was your Hollywood hookup. Boom. Okay, well, an Instagram influencer says she caught her apartment building's doorman masturbating oh. on her sofa. Oh my God. Um, influencer DJ Nicole Rose uh, says that she cannot stay in her luxury apartment after seeing her doorman masturbating on her sofa. Basically, she had um, security cameras in her mm-hmm. apartment, so she wasn't there when it happened, but she just happened to look at the security cams and sees the door- doorman in Getting her off. apartment. And no, he's gone to, the, he's making himself at home. He went to the fridge, got himself a bottle of water, then went and sat down on the couch and I'd, I'd be decided more, to rub one out. I'd be more offended that he went out there my house didn't beating it other off than on the couch? leaving right. semen on your couch depends on what he looks like well no not my couch no because i just got that that couch is brand new okay <laughs> no. well then. I don't but if it was the old couch i mean <laughs> there's been stuff on the old couch i think when you pay that price to live in a building like that you shouldn't have somebody in your apartment when you're not there well yeah doing anything eating Listen, playing with your cat check it check it i check mean you're it. playing with you? your pets i've had a similar situation <laughs> I had what a similar happened? situation. You ain't had nobody jack off in your apartment. He stole my underwear. Did he wear? Was it to wear? Them? I don't know what the to fuck he did with them. my underwear. He stole them, my doorman. <laughs> Please, re- not my doorman, sorry, my me, landlord. Excuse me, at iHeart, we cannot use the f word anymore. That Wait, word is gone. We have, I have four hours to clean up my. You can act. say four. You cannot say the other one. What? Fuck. Okay. I know that. Okay. I have four hours to clean up my act, okay? But anyways, I share her pain. I've had a very similar situation of a landlord who was very, like, un- obsessed with me. and Maybe he, he just wanted some panties. There are people who don't have clean underwear, and I think if they can find a pair that fit them, let them have them. I traveled a lot, and he would be in my apartment. How did you know? Be, I knew when my underwear was mis- came up missing. How did you know he took Wait, it? Wait, but how you know he wore the underwear? Did you smell something different? No. <laughs> No, I don't know if he wore them. All I know is they were gone. Mm. He, I ended up having to call the cops on him. Check eBay. Next topic. No. Anyways, <laughs> in other news, um, there's a woman who says that she has received death threats from her number neighbor. Mm. Another silly, stupid challenge. What is a number neighbor? Because I don't know what that is. A number neighbor is somebody who shares your exact phone number except for the last digit, and it's off by one. So, like, let's just say your phone number ends at a five. It's the one who's a six or a four. That's your number neighbor. So they're texting their number neighbors. So people are texting their number neighbors. This is a new challenge. Apparently, the cucumber challenge is over. Pod Tide Pod challenge is over. It's another foolish challenge. Um, She's been the woman's been identified as Ashley, um, and she decided to text her number neighbor but received a series of disturbing text messages well maybe you shouldn't have texted wait the she texted oh god she initiated the contact and the person maybe she was lonely clearly the stranger threatened to show up at her home and kill her along with sending the young woman videos of gun- of two guns being loaded um ashley blocked the number after the stranger called her 70 times but said they continued to call from another phone number maybe she's a trump supporter and didn't like that her number was coming from a you know i don't know maybe she what did she text her maybe she set her off i yeah maybe maybe, maybe. listen how about this i don't want to hear from my number neighbors I don't. I don't want to hear from anybody that got my number. Yeah. Don't, don't. even call. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And she, Ashley is reported to have said, I just really don't think you should even talk to strangers. I personally feel like this is a problem and a matter of people that have too much time on their hands. Yeah. If you have the time to Start text your number neighbor, 
please go out and rescue a pet from the SPCA. <laughs> please go out and just buy Nicki Minaj's album. Do something that will just help somebody in need. Okay, next topic. I was going to say, but first, you know, apparently there's been stories of people finding love after contacting their number neighbor. Really? Do you, would you fi- find this as an acceptable way of... Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> you're an why, undercover freak. Why, wait, so you would find love by uh-huh. texting a random number. Yeah. How? I mean, you go on Tinder, that's random. Bumble's random. Instagram's random. No, Instagram's not random. It's random as hell. It's people making up shit and putting it on a storyline. Well, but let me tell you, that may be true, but at least on Instagram, you get to see what they look like. You can. You text your number neighbor, hey, who's this? They send a picture. I'm with it. My te- girlfriend's about to get married to somebody she met on, on IG. See? Random. You know who oh. it is. I mean, listen, I've met, I've met love on IG. My first... My first my first, no, my second relationship I met on MySpace was the worst experience of my entire life. Mm-hmm. It w- wasted three years of my whole life. Missed those days. In fact, I never want to see him again. I hope that he's somewhere else ruining somebody else's life. God bless him. Joshua Martin, that's his name. And then as far as, um, <laughs> can't find him on any social handles. I don't even think he can afford a phone at this point. Might be somebody's number neighbor. But I have met somebody else. If he's your number neighbor, call the police. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, because I'm going to tell you, ladies, the way he did his last girlfriend when he broke up with her and came to my house was he brought her a parting gift. I think he gave her a TV. <laughs> hey, here's a TV. I'm about to go move in with this nigga real quick. It was a it was a horrible time in my life. I never want to go back. Oh, I'm depressed even thinking about it. Okay. All well, right. So, yeah, please leave your number neighbors alone. Just go out and go to Instagram and go to go to go to Instagram or Tinder. I've never met anybody. Tinder young. is just as random as number neighbor. It's not just the random. You at least you get to see a profile, and then 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 what you do is you get their Instagram. Then you mm-hmm. go to the Instagram. Then we see the Instagram. It still could be fake. Then what you tell them? This let me tell you what you tell them. Send me a video saying my name. You know what's really interesting? That's what I do. Put up three fingers in the picture. If you find on Instagram and I tell you to send me a video with saying your name, and you send me a video and you cute, you get in a flight. <laughs> you get in a flight. <laughs> You, you know what I find really interesting about social media? Like, you know, the different pro- profiles that you put up, like mm-hmm. from your Twitter profile to your IG profile, if you have a Tinder and a Bumble account and da 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 It's like you're five different people. Have is you ever it? noticed that? Like that somebody who is like one way on IG, then they're totally different. It's almost like, ew, don't, I don't know you here. I, I mean, don't know you on Twitter. I know you on IG. I'm friends with you there, but I don't know you on Twitter. Don't make eye contact. Once I go to your Instagram and I find you and locate you, get your number and you got the flight, I don't go back you. to your social anymore. I don't care what your Twitter say. I don't care what your Facebook say. I don't care if all your socials are connected. I don't care about nothing. Bring your cute ass ear. Yeah. What else is going on in the world? Okay. I know our listeners are like, you guys are all over the place today. Like usual, There's they're somebody, used to it. Yeah, but somebody that came in and jacked off in her house. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly can't read his Bible, so we're supposed to give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, motherfuckers is playing on the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm over today. I'm over all these. I'm over everything. And somebody's calling me right now, and it looks like a number neighbor. neighbor. Hold on. <laughs> I promise you I can't make up half the shit that's happening in my life. A number neighbor just called right now. Fuck out of here with that shit. Oh, my bad. Now, I didn't see what he looked like because the screen was black. I'm going to call his ass back later. If he's cute, he's going to be a neighbor. All right, next topic. Okay, um, so this is a really strange story. Try and stay with me. But a man's penis turned into bone after after falling on the sidewalk. Yeah, I. Doctors reported that a Bronx man is suffering from a rare condition where his penis is turning into bone. Ooh. 
Uh, doctors from Lincoln Medical and Mental Health Center stated that uh, the 63-year-old man is suffering from a rare condition after he fell onto a sidewalk and complained about having knee pain. Mm-hmm. After performing an x-ray on the man's pelvis to examine other possible injuries, they made a shocking discovery. An extensive plaque-like calcification along with the expected uh, distribution of the penis was evident. Weird. Um, and they said in a statement that the man possibly suffered from a rare case of ossification. I love all these big multi-syllable words. Yeah, what the hell is Thanks. that? Well, I know um, some people that need to suffer from ossification, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an abnormal formation of bone. The medical staff at the uh, hospital said they could not further examine the man's pelvis, but that the patient decided to leave the hospital despite orders from the medics to have a follow-up examination. Uh, various medical journals noted that penal ossification is very rare and still being researched. So it's a bone growing. So I was gonna in say, it, 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 yeah, it, like you know. Just, I don't believe there's a bone in your penis, though. It's not. Th- there it's isn't. Muscle. So I'm just like, so, so where did the term boner come from? If there is no bone in you your get penis, rock hard, you know. Like well, when you're having sex, they say you're boning. So I would, I would think that that means you have to have a boner. I don't know. I don't really want to talk but about isn't sex. isn't that good? I mean, he's 63 so years old. You know, he can't probably get it up anyway at that age. So it might be good to have a little bone in there to help him through, guide him through. They missed that. That's why. Well, 63 doesn't mean that it's not working. <laughs> I mean, I told you, go buy Black Rhino from the local AMPM. Do Black not tell Rhino? people to buy that shit. I am That's here. the one? I tried it one time and fell in love. I'm telling you. I, that motherfucker never came back. Don't buy it. Buy it. You will have an erection for four hours straight. You'll be sitting up in the bed talking to your dick and saying, why are you still awake? Please do yourself a favor. And it'll look back at you and say, come on, let's go. Before you take Black Rhino, Mm -hmm. please go to your doctors and get like, you know, a health assessment, especially on your heart. You don't need to have a... I'm telling you. Excuse me. Excuse me. You do not need a heart assessment to pop a Black Rhino from your local Do you know what's in in Black Rhino, sir? The same stuff that's in Red I know what's in there. What's in it? Tell him. Uh, tell us. Mm. Well, you know. well, I'll tell you. It's a bullion cue because it gets to the chicken going. <laughs> there and, you go. And at the end of the uh, day, at the end of the day, do we ever go? What's in that? If it works for us, I'm no. going to. I you do. ain't never drank a Pepsi and said, "What's in this?" You just drink it because it's dr- good. I don't drink soda. You drink it because it. May, okay, you ain't never drank vodka and said, "Ooh, what is all in the? What are the materials mm, in this vodka?" No, potatoes. it makes you feel good. Potatoes. Okay, well, guess what? It ain't all potatoes. No, I know. No, it ain't I'm. All I'm aware that I'm putting poison well, in my body when I drink vodka if, but it just tastes that when way. I go to Ibiza is that what they say Ibiza Ibiza I mean you know black people Ibiza if yeah. I ever get there I'm taking a whole truckload of black, <laughs> black rhino, rhino and I'm going to get connected to the Spanish community and I'm going to figure out a way to build a bridge and that bridge is going to be called a bone and that bone is going to get into your soul and make your spirit say God bless America. On that note, we got to wrap up today's show. Mm-hmm. Melissa, yes. take your EBT card out fuck and you. please stop. No, fuck <laughs> it. Stay here. All right. Peace, America. We Bye, out. everybody.